Hey, Richard, how's it going, my friend? I'm good, mate. Thank you for for asking me on. Yeah, I've been rushing around trying to get some notes together. Um, but yeah, I'm all good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, we're doing great, and I'm looking forward to coming on your platform in February. Yeah, that'd be great. Great to have you on. I don't think I've ever interviewed you. All the years we've kind of been in the same sphere, um, but we've never crossed paths until recently, like on on terms of being on the same shows. Well, I've got three books out about Epstein, and I've just got one published about Jimmy Savile. So there's lots that I can talk they... about on those subjects. <laughs> and they connect. <laughs> well, everything connects. This is this is the thing, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I, I mean, Epstein is to me is the uh, weakest link to put it um, in a in a kind of game show platform terminology um, to all of this. I believe. Yeah, we did a lot on it years ago, but we're banned from talking about it on this platform so we'll go over to the world economic forum <laughs> what's your thoughts on what's happening there well i mean can i mention epstein at all like in terms well i'm of... banned i've lost my channel twice uh talking about it right yeah, okay. yeah. So we're fine we're, what we've said so far is fine but let's just not uh add anything to it okay i'll, I'll call yeah, him the man yeah. i will just call him the man <laughs> from now on um, okay, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm catching up on it. I've been editing all day a UFO podcast that's going out tonight on Iconic, so I've been trying to catch up in the last couple of hours. But the, the most that kind of disappoints me really is seeing a lot of the alternative media jump on this Malay guy as if he's he's um another savior. They're trying to push them all in, aren't they? Trump's having a go, you've got Elon Musk having a go, and now Malay said something nice. Everybody's like, oh no, he seems nice. <laughs> so, um, that was really disappointing to see that just now. Um, I have my, well, it's clear and obvious connections he has here. We had last week, didn't we? We had the tunnels being dug out in Brooklyn um, and the mattresses coming out there and the, the kids' high chair. Well, only a few weeks before that, this Malay fella was um, outside that building um, in Queens being photographed with this um, Habad Lubavitch, who are a messianic kind of sect of Judaism, very extreme. Um, it's no way indicative of what most people of the Jewish faith believe. These are very extreme Kabbalists, Kabbalists, Lurianic Kabbalists. So he was with them. Um, so you can't, uh, I mean, you can't, people are kind of almost separating information now when it doesn't fit into their narrative. I don't know if you're finding that. Well, constantly, yes. Um, so going over to the WEF, is that happening right now? Yeah, I think he's speaking there. Some of people have been okay. posting recently today. And what he said is basically, um, he seems to be saying um, that the, the very rich people are being able to control everyone and it's it's becoming socialism and communism basically over here in the west and he's having a go at a lot of the west basically to saying saying that but the, at the same time he's saying these things and as uh, my, my friend david says look at what they're actually doing not what they're saying because at the same point he's hanging around with these guys outside a, of a very disturbing tunnel that we found last week so that that people are jumping on him now, right now, and that's all I can. I, I'm struggling. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, these people say anything that will get them the votes, and then do the complete opposite when they get in power because they are summoned by their paymasters through the lobbyists to quid pro quo back the favors they now owe after lying to the public. We see this over and over again. Do you think Trump is going to get in at the next election? It looks like it to me. Yes, he, I believe he probably is. But does it like matter? 
Like if you again look at this Habad Lubavitch guys, and we are, I think finding the common connection. So you look at this Habad Lubavitch, well, Jared Kushner, who's also been seen with Trump recently in Qatar at the football. Um, he is a, a Shabadnik openly with Ivanka. So they're very much in there with Trump. So um if you're looking at Putin, he's very much in there with Habad Lubavitch. If you're looking at Malay, as I just said, Habad Lubavitch, if you look at Netanyahu openly since 1990 with the Moshai talking about how he's going to be the one to push forward what basically he's doing now in the Middle East. Um, and if you look at all of these major players, they connect to this one group. So, yes, he may well do, but he's not in charge at all. I call them the real men in black. And that's what, to me, they, they really are. <laughs> so, viewers, wherever you are watching this in the world, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, if you've got any questions for Richard, please put them in the chat. You mentioned you've got a UFO guy you, you're doing something with today. What's going on there? Yeah, his name's Charles Upton. Really nice guy. He's like his old kind of well-to-do kind of... Uh, he's not new agey, but he's he's a, a, a Sufi... Um, I can't remember what he said he was, but he's a, he's a Sufi. And they, he basically talks about how the disclosure of these UFOs is a complete um, deception. So his book is The Alien Deception, um, The Alien Disclosure Deception. And he's on tonight and he's talking about how they hit basically what they're doing is using things like CERN to tap into another world an alternative world where they can kind of come in for a little while and opening up portals here. And what we're seeing is not necessarily aliens, but it's these things that we call the jinn. Um, they, we call them demons or diamonds or um, all sorts of reptilians. The, how they're letting them in through things like CERN. And we see all these bizarre like rituals they do at CERN. And we can see the, 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 although they said that was some sort of play and they shouldn't allow them people on to do it, which is bizarre. Um, with Shiva, the god, the destroyer, um, and how they see it is the third eye would kind of decimate this uh, universe once it opened so we're seeing all of these occultism things play out and he touches on all of that and we saw the bay um the tunnel opening um i believe it was brussels with the, the, the really weird baphomet thing going on there so this stuff is absolutely everywhere and these guys absolutely believe it and it's all connected so what is cern could you expand on that for the viewers yeah cern is a place where in um switzerland geneva and um, it's underground it's a houses a particle accelerator and what they they claim to be doing is smashing the god oh looking for the god particle by smashing atoms together which sounds horrific and sounds very dangerous but this is what these people do so um what fascinated me is i found out recently looking to this again let's come back to the so to new york and brooklyn and tunnels underneath columbia university um in world war ii um originally the build one of the buildings there was an insane asylum um, it's still there now, um, but underneath there, they built there's tunnels there. And um, during World War II, they they housed a particle accelerator there too, that there as well. It, and in those tunnels that are still there, by the way, in Columbia University, um, and that became the particle accelerator for the Manhattan Project in New Mexico. And um, so what they're doing is very similar to that. And a lot of people claim they're opening up portals there to other worlds and, and messing around with things they shouldn't be messing around with. Yeah, I remember watching David when he was he at Wembley and it was a really long speech that he gave. It was like all day long and he was talking about the different life forms out there and how they, let me try and uh, remember what he said now, the energy comes into humans through, could you, could you expand on that? 
Can you remember what he yeah, said? Yeah, yeah. So what David basically says is that the, the energy. So we're on a wavelength, and we only mm. see what's it, not point not five percent of the uh, the visual spectrum, which ties into the rainbow actually, and to the world to come, and uh, somewhere over the rainbow, and this transhumanist agenda, which is the rainbow is part of, is their symbol. Anyways, because it's the light spectrum. So he talks about these entities being able to come into this visual spectrum using the person, like it's possession, basically, um, but also changing them. So we would see them see we're not seeing a physical change because there's nothing physical in this earth. Obviously, everything we touch is moving. It's particles moving. It's just um, it looks solid. So he's talking about it's a basically a frequency change. So that's what he talks about. But that comes into what we're talking about with the gin. We're talking about with, with the reptilians. And I, I interviewed, I know you interviewed as well, um, Juliet Bryant, who said that she saw the man um that we're not allowed to to name um he she claims that she saw him shift during one of the episodes of one of the abuse um instances and also she saw um she woke up on a lab laboratory table paralyzed under zorro ranch she believes again the connection there is in new mexico and there's a lot going on in new mexico the new mexico is not far from dulce base or dulce base the um, famously in conspiracy circles for the Dulce Wars with the reptilians and the greys underneath the ground. It's also not far from a Scientology building in New Mexico called the Spiritual, the Church for Spiritual Technology, which again is um, Scientology. And um, we know Elron Ron Hubbard was into all of this sci-fi stuff. And he also went to um, to college. He was in the house as the guy, something Peterson, I can't remember his name. I shouldn't do because I just edited it today. But he was in, um, he was at university or college in the same house of this guy who was um, like the sidekick of Anton LaVey. Um, so it's, it's all kicking off in New Mexico, um, Sean. And that seems to be where they kind of might be putting their underground bunkers, if people can believe that. And that ties into the World Economic Forum and what they're talking about with the transhumanist agenda attaching us to the cloud. It all does connect. It absolutely all connects. And the man we can't we can't talk about. He was funding a lot of this stuff, or we know he wanted to seed the world with his, with his race as well. Um, so that's it's all out there. It all connects. Indeed. And what about Zuckerberg? What he's been building? What's he? I oh, see. I don't know much about that. What is he building at the moment? That's oh, he's got this thing in in Hawaii where he's got he's preparing for Armageddon. Basically, is he? <laughs> he's, yeah, You'd know. he's got bunkers, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, at least he, know, he probably knows something we don't. And um, that's 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 the point with this Kabbalist. Come back to the Habab Lubavitch. Their whole thing is the Solomon's Temple. I think I spoke about this last time we were on um, the Middle East. Uh, but they need to clear the earth for a thousand years in the Sabbath, which is the seventh millennium to them, which is their day of rest. Obviously, when you work through the seven days of the week, all comes back to. So where are they going to go for that thousand years? Well. CJB Books, Christopher John Biotnis, who I do a lot of work with now, who's fantastic on the Kabbalah. Um, he talks about them going underground for a thousand years. So, guys, remember these are lunatics. I'm not saying I believe in these things. I'm saying they believe in these things. And I think that's a, def uh, a distinction we need to make, make um, uh, yeah, obvious. The other thing I remember David saying that day was how these entities and predatory elites prey off the energy of children. Yep, that's um, coming back to the louche. Um, that, that's the louche. I mean, that's off everybody, but children especially, it has a kind of the adrenochrome thing comes into that, don't, doesn't it? And then we have, I think it's over 480,000, I believe. I could be wrong, but around about that, children go missing in the U US every year. 
I mean, wow. come on, guys. And we just found, I'm not saying these are connected in any way, but look at the tunnels under New York. They're absolutely everywhere. And one of the things I, re I remember hearing when I first started looking, this is 20 years ago, was New York was a, um, a kind of like a, a nest for these reptilian entities. Now, it might just be a euphemism or is that euphemism or a, a, an analogy? <laughs> it's not a euphemism, is it? It depends what you're into, I suppose. Um, <laughs> for an analogy for, for these people being taken underground in New York, but there is something going on. Like New York just New York and New Mexico fit together in, in this. So yeah, that's Lush and Adrenochrome, as we see. Abramovich, wasn't she a spokesperson for Israel? Um, let's as she's saying stay stay let's stay away from this stuff all right let's go over to Savile then what um research have you guys done into Savile oh well we know the the obvious stuff um, and you know far more than me about the Savile stuff we know obviously the connection to the royal family we knew that he was basically a black magician um i believe he was actually goes way back um he was abused by possibly his mum he had that he kept all his mum's stuff in a really weird wardrobe i remember that thinking that's that's odd um so that had kind of like a connotations to what's the famous film psycho where he keeps all his mum's stuff um yeah. so yeah do you remember that and wasn't he friends with one of the the kind of like the mass the mass murders what was his name not what is his name? Yorkshire River, Sutcliffe. Yeah, so imagine being friends with them. Um, I remember the photo of Sutcliffe meeting Frank Bruno, and I just think of Bruno going, I've no idea who you are, but you terrified yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, in Broadmoor that was. Was it? Was that Broadmoor? That was oh, Broadmoor. Wow. Edwina Curry gave Savile the keys to Broadmoor. Yes, she did. And I'm um, she's uh yeah, I think she's got a lot to do with some of this stuff if we um but again it's something that needs to be looked into. But Savile, we know, was supposed to be this the person between Diana and um Prince Charles and trying to fix their marriage. Obviously that's not the case. Um Lord Mountbatten's been known for his um extracurricular activities and um obviously Savile was well known for being doing these things, but he again he was just the top level. He was a fixer, as the show was trying to tell you. And they'll always laugh at you and put it in your face. And he, he was the fixer. So we know that. And we know it's attached to the royals. And we come back to the man we can't speak about. Well, he's obviously attached to the royals through um, Andrew. So, you know, come on, guys. Look at Balmoral Castle. Look at the, the crest of Balmoral Castle. It has the seagull of Saturn on it. It has the seagull of Saturn on it. What do you think about the way Savile was buried with his, you know, coffin tilted at the 45 degree angle and Masonic um, people helping in attendance? Well, he was obviously connected. I think he's way above them. And, and it's not to say every Mason is like that. But, yeah, that has something to do with resurrection, doesn't it? And immortality. Um, I believe um, and immortality is a massive part of what they believe in. Um, actually, talking about the man we can't um we can't mention his he worked with a guy called george church took some money off of him and um, george church is uh, a well-known kind of kind of like a transhumanist but ish he's a he's a he's a well-known scientist and that sort of thing he worked with a guy called james clement and he was looking into the study of super centen centenarians which means basically anyone who lives over 100 and he was looking into what makes them live so long um, and he's transhumanist. So these guys are all attached. The funding's looking into this stuff. So it all comes together into like the, uh, the old Roman mythologies of, of Hollywood where you become a star and you live forever. And um, it goes back to Rome and you go back to uh, the 
the um, Diana's Mirror in Rome, which is basically the Hollywood Hills. If you look at the Hollywood Hills and look at Diana's Mirror in Rome, it's the same thing. And in that mythology, they used to get rich aristocrats to come in, tempt them in with the young girls, and then obviously just kill them. Um, and But they would promise them immortality, but they would steal their riches. So in Hollywood now, you're stealing their talents, but they will become immortal by selling their talents to you because... And then you get your star and that and that's that's it's the same rituals over and over again they've just been modernized yeah and, the, and technology has been infused into them so you got a question from edward he's wondering if you've done any research into ley lines ley lines is is a weak moment for me and a weak moment is that the right one weak area for me but yes there's a really good documentary and i'm not just saying that because i work with iconic a lot but iconic whereas uh where david traces all the dragon lines throughout um, the UK and it's fascinating to look into there where they've pinpointed things so it's almost like a um, acupuncture for the planet they've put things on specific ley lines um, so the dragon ley lines are really really and the fact that they're called dragon ley lines as well is is in itself really interesting so have a look at that one on on iconic because that will be able to uh, to enlighten you more than I can about that subject what is Richard most concerned about at this moment in time? Um, I think that this whole end times thing, actually, it's the it's the East versus West war. There's clearly the behemoth versus the Leviathan, if you want the biblical understands it. They're playing that out and they're basically pitching the East versus the West. And it will be this cult. It's a, these Kabbalists, I believe, that are the, the are sitting there watching everybody destroy each other. It's a mutually destructive war. When you look into the biblical text, the Leviathan would be representing the West of the sea. And the behemoth would be the east, the Arab nations, the land. The Arab nations would destroy the live the the, the, the west, um, and then they would be so tired and and destroyed themselves that they would be easy pickings for for what is this cult. And uh, and I just people aren't understanding what's going on here. They're playing this out. Is that what's up with the bunkers then? That these people are anticipating in a, a you know era of mutually assured destruction by nuclear weapons. They're going to have to bury themselves for a while before they resurface. Yep, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. As absurd as it sounds, the thousand years they need to disappear to. We hear all of these books where they have to stay under under or go to a different planet um, for a thousand years. So, yeah, I think that's exactly what's happened. And then these places are all over the world. I mean, these are ancient cities as well. But I think especially New Mexico, when you look at the bases there, I think if you went to New Mexico, you would find um, a lot, a, a city under there which is what phil schneider said um back in the, the 90s that there was a city under there and the technology they've got and remember elon musk he owns the boring company why who knows what why do you think well he's he's he wants he wants a place he wants to be one of the six hundred thousand points of light he wants to go underneath there really doesn't he um but again saying that there's another aspect to musk which i find really interesting is that he wants to colonize mars um so maybe he thinks okay we'll leave the world to them and we'll go up there and we'll live up there because they have till 2240 before they believe that their god yahweh which is really just a cover for um seth tython or set um, to come back and they need to get it done before then remember these aren't my beliefs this is the beliefs of this e extreme cult that believe an end times cult did you listen to the conversation between elon musk and alex jones i did and i was disappointed um alex knows far better than that again this is i'm finding this kind of so strange how people just change personality overnight because <laughs> 
<laughs> like, what? It's like, it, it's very odd. So, yeah, I found it disappointing. I actually watched a video of his yesterday or this, mor no, this morning, and he was talking about, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but go and check it out on his, um, his X account, where he's basically saying, oh, well, this place has gone too far. It's too much of a mess. Should God just press the button and wipe it out? That's exactly what he's saying. Well, it's not verbatim, but it's it's pretty much what he's saying. So that's an end times analogy. So that's good. So he's pushing that now. So what happened? Why is he suddenly in bed with Musk when he knows for the fact that the guy's a transhumanist? He knows where the money's going from. And when you look at this, you've got Qatar on one side and the Saudi Arabian nations on one side funding X. And then on the other side, he's at a football game with Jared Kushner, who is a Shabadnik. It's for for the Zion for the Zionist Israel. So again, are they playing off both sides together? Is it a pincer effect? I would hazard to guess that it probably is. Yes, there's a lot of contradictions there. You got a question from Gene. Any news on the asteroid about to visit us 2040 ish, or celebrities? Any more about celebrities with underground bunkers? That's a great question. I remember. I, I recognise the name Gene. Thank you for for joining in. Um, <laughs> I haven't read much about that, but that, again, ties in with the whole um, end times prophecy. I would question that a lot. And I remember NASA, who NASA are and where they come from and their origins with Project Paperclip and and um, where they actually come from and who they actually work with. So I would question that that's a, that's a kind of fear mongering thing. And also there's something called an egregore, which is about people. They believe that they put it in the public consciousness. Enough people believe it, it becomes true. Which is basically the more the, the esoteric underlining of the 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 modernized book, The Secret. Gene has got a question as well. Do you ever consider Billy Meyer's predictions? Oh, that goes back. I can't remember his predictions. I'd have to look into that, Gene. Um, that's I can't pretend to remember what his predictions were. But the the room. Do you know? Can you remember any? This is getting way too esoteric for my yeah. <laughs> my, pea, my pea brain. We've got um, Jake is asking about solar micronova that comes every twelve thousand years. <laughs> Do you know about that? Um, I don't. But again, that looks like an end times kind of worry. Um, I'd have to look into that. But again, I believe that these things, who are we looking for for this information and what is it really trying to do? It's, it's causing fear. Again, they may believe in egregores, um, and, um, which are, again, it's a collective consciousness. It usually, some people see it as, an, as a being, a devil or a demon that comes to life because enough people believe it. Um, you get your transhumanist version, which means everybody connected to the one mind, which is... Uh, Musk's having a little help with that. Um, everyone connected to the one mind uh, through the, the Neuralink, but um, it's the hive mind. But really, um, when you look into the cult, that's about basically enough people believing it. And I think that that's what they try and do with films and movies. It's part of it is, is predictive programs, another word for it. But it's basically getting enough people to believe it so they bring it bound up. Um, about themselves also when things start to happen it's not too much of a culture shock so um like the fabian society used to do they drip things out change it over time so you would actually go well yeah of course we were heading that way so when you hear them all going ai is going to take over and we need to catch up ai is going to take over and we need to catch up we'll stop building it then like it's not happening on its own is it so they're they're they are placing the things in the way for you to be worried about. So you bring them about and accept that, okay, this is something I've got to deal with when we don't have to, because we don't have to make it happen in the first place. 
Question from Jake. He's wondering whether you're familiar with the globalist plan told by Albert Pike in the 1870s. Yeah, that's the three world wars. I mean, people dispute that, but again, look look at it. Look at what's going on. So yeah, the three world wars. This last world war would be a nuclear war. I think that's what they're pushing him for. I don't think it will happen. I think these lunatics are just lunatics. But I do think they're going to, as you can see, as they're doing in the Middle East already, a lot of people can die, a lot of innocent children, a lot of innocent people, because quite frankly, we're all being used in this, either side. If you're not in the 1%, you're being used. So, yes, that's a possibility. Again, that could be an egregore. If he was a Freemason, he could be putting out there into the public psychology as a kind of a, a power of suggestion type thing. So, but yes, it, that seems to be what they're trying to play out, the Third World War. Again, I think we've been in, in that Third World War for a long time. It's an information war. And then it culminates in that that event. I, I don't think we'll get there. I, I mean, you'd hope not, wouldn't you? But Alex Jones surely does. He thinks we're, we're on our way. Just when I thought the questions and comments couldn't get any more esoteric, you're bringing out this, this side out of people. Let's see if we can get your comment on black cubes. Oh, Something yeah. weird with the black cube. It's as most major as a granite statue. It's um, blah, 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 Roman cross, two dimensions cube. Yeah. Um, yeah, the black, the black cube um, represents many, many things, but the black, black cube is obviously Saturn. Black cube um, represents Saturn. So if you see it, it's, it's a representation of uh, the satanic cult. But it comes with the Kabbalah. Um, sorry, the, the Kabbalah is a black cube. Um, if you look at the cross flattened out, um, is a black cube. If you look at all the major, um, all the, uh, sorry, the Abrahamic religions, they have the black cube evolved. But what it actually represents in the Kabbalist, which I believe is where what's kind of pushing this, um, is the place where Shekinah, who's the female aspect of Yahweh, will meet in the back of Solomon's temple. And it's a black cube. It's a cube. It's a um, perfect cube. They will meet there. They will have their fun times, their, their wedding night, and they will reunite as one androgynous being, which is where the androgynous snuff comes from because the gods are androgynous. That's what the black cube is. The black cube is the smoke within the, the cube itself. So the black cube always represents saturn and it's everywhere and if you look at um the roman numerals it comes out i x x i that's 9 11 it's uh, it's everywhere trump towers in qatar i believe has a back cube on top it's it's a it's a symbol of saturn get your comment on ohms elon musk conspiracy the day after the fda approved Neuralink trials elon flew to china to discuss his tesla plant mm. Neuralink, open science research and autonomous driving cars experiment what do you yeah, think about that i think they're all connected i don't think you're gonna have you having china against this is a globalist thing and different places it's like anywhere like you would have china as the technology arm of it obviously you've got israel very much to do with the intelligence technology side of it and we've got isabel isabella Maxwell, I believe she's part of the World Economic Forum. Um, so these are all connected. Absolutely, you're completely right. And and for him to be playing um, playing Messiah, son of Joseph, they call him. So it's the good cop versus the bad cop. The bad cop at the moment is Messiah, son of David, because there's two bloodlines, and that would be Netanyahu. So you're looking at good cop, bad cop each time. It's pro wrestling. If you can figure out the pro wrestling, you'll be all right. So China, they're all involved. They're all involved to certain different elements to it um, at a certain level. Again, he is he, he is just being used, bless him. And I think he's actually might even be on the spectrum. I, I feel kind of sorry for him at times, to be honest. Question, question from Gene. What is Richard's take on the infiltration or the invasion of refugees taking over the UK? It's a... Um, 
it's a, like a color revolution isn't it it's a george soros thing it's it's about kind of taking away any sovereignty for different places so you're reliant on the next country for what you need and the more you're reliant on elsewhere um the more vulnerable you are so you're not collectively of a unit so it's kind of like a watering down of everything faiths religions pitching pitting people against each other um that's exactly what it's about it's it's chaos out of order it's the other way around and that's what they want to create. And everybody thinks it's all out of chaos. But if you look at the satanic elements of this, it's always an inversion. So they don't, their order is, your order is their chaos. So they want their chaos. They want their order, which is our chaos, if that makes sense. So it's chaos. It's a chaos engine. Right. We're nearly out of time. We're about to bring Steve Bassett in. Do you want to tell the viewers where they can find you and support you, Richard? Yeah, thank you for having me on, Sean. I really appreciate it. I'm going to talk 100 mile an hour, but I'm trying to fit as much in. Um, Iconic.com, you'll find my show classified every week on a Wednesday evening. And you'll find me on uh, X at WTAF Rich, WTAF Rich. And I shall be going on Iconic in February. So Rich's links are down there below this video. Please go down and support his work. And we will see you next time. And thanks for being such a knowledgeable an eloquent speaker. Take care, my friend. Thank you, mate. I appreciate it. Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye.